Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Tech Mobility Show, formerly known as Roadworthy Drive. To most folks from outside the insurance industry, insurance is, well, just insurance. But like everything else in our world today, even the staid world of insurance is changing. This is Topic B. It's called parametric insurance, and it's triggered by the predetermined criteria based on an index of physical or environmental characteristics of a particular risk, such as a specific magnitude on the Richter scale for an earthquake, or the wind speed or water levels for hurricane coverage, or maybe flooding like down in Houston a few years ago, or what's going on right now this second in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Here's the difference. With parametric insurance, the difference is getting your claims paid in hours as opposed to months or maybe years or if ever because of how they assess risk and what they do in anticipation for risk up front because it's predetermined. This insurance differs from traditional insurance in terms of how it's triggered and how quickly it's paid. Like I mentioned you know, we talked about certain parameters. They say that insurers use real-time data to activate the policies, which can pay more quickly than traditional options. They usually pay claims in under 30 days, but in one case, the passes they've paid a claim was under four hours. Paying a claim quickly gives the policyholder flexibility in how the proceeds can be used following a loss, particularly if you've got mold damage, you're trying to mitigate that, or flood damage, and you need to either secure the property or what's left to prevent additional damage or whatever, and that costs money. And being able to get your claim filed and get paid in a timely manner may make the difference between whether the vehicle, a house could be salvaged or not, or whether you could stay there or not. And I'm thinking Lower Ninth Ward, Hurricane... Katrina back in 05, some of those people and some of those neighborhoods never recovered because of problems with claims. And for some of them, it took years, if at all, to get the claims paid. Parametric insurance mitigates that. It's a multi-party conversation. And the most important part is everything is predefined. Remember that word, predefined. So it can be paid quickly. The predefined triggers remove the ambiguity, the vagueness, let's use that word, of coverage. Because you can get into words and then you go wait for an adjuster. And if it's a major loss across a major area, it could be months before you get an adjuster to even look at your claim and consider your claim. By then, particularly if you're in a hot climate and you're dealing with flooding, which is now severe mold that could have been mitigated if you had the money to do mold mitigation up front, it makes a difference. It makes a difference whether or not you can live in the house. I keep wanting to call it vehicle, but house as opposed to tearing it down. Let's talk about something else relative to parametric insurance. The insurance industry is looking at parametric insurance that has the potential to help underserved communities or small enterprise organizations. Here's why. I mentioned Hurricane Katrina a few minutes ago. Imagine if parametric insurance was in place for a lot of those folks who was able to afford insurance in the lower ninth ward. How much, how many of those properties could have been saved? How many of those properties would have been rebuilt over which, over what was actually rebuilt? Because a large section of that parish is still vacant 
or still damaged all these years later. I'm just thinking, with the increase that we are seeing in the United States of extreme weather, where people either have to flee due to fire, mudslides, floods, earthquakes, having that money quicker could be such a difference, even from, the, from an economic standpoint. How many of these neighborhoods or communities could be kept or returned to whole if the money was able to be paid out in a timely manner? Because that money circulates. People decide to stay. They decide to rebuild because they got the cash in hand and they can start to rebuild almost immediately, which means other businesses that depend on residents to be there to do business with have a chance of surviving as opposed to people who do not have their claims can not go back into their houses, either end up giving the property back to the bank, which is now worthless. The bank didn't want it. They are now out of business because there's nobody there. Whether they're the local cleaners, grocery store, floral shop, dry cleaners, gas station, convenience store, all of those businesses depend on vibrant neighborhoods. And usually in underserved inner city or even rural neighborhoods, this could make all the difference. Between 1980 and 1920, I'm sorry, in 2022, there were 7.9 CPI adjusted severe weather events. By contrast, the past Five years saw an increase of more than 100%, translating to an annual average of 17.8 major weather events. Yikes. Small and medium-sized enterprises and underserved communities are especially vulnerable to climate risk. In nearly 80% of the cities surveyed, the global nonprofit CDP said that found that individuals and communities exposed to climate hazards and the most effective groups are often the elderly at 64%, low-income houses, households at the same, children 52%, and marginalized minority communities 47%. As a result, insurance agents and brokers are facing added pressure to offer pragmatic risk management solutions that provide adequate protection against the possibilities of a severe weather event. We've all seen the pictures, those of us of a certain age, the Lower Ninth Ward. There were other catastrophes. Houston, back in 2017, where they got 40 inches of rain. Think about how much damage that happened. The twisters that we've recently seen across the South, most notably across Alabama, and leveled some of those smaller rural towns. In fact, took one right off the face of the earth, literally. Parametric insurance could help those people by getting those claims played in real time right now. For those that didn't, they've got to wait for an adjuster to show up. They've got to wait to submit the claim, take the picture, submit it, and wait. In the case of parametric insurance, some of those people would have already been paid by now, whether it's for hotel rooms, vehicles, uh, trying to clear the ground to think about rebuilding or whatever they're going to do. But anytime you disrupt life like that, you're also disrupting the person's ability to earn. If they don't have a place to lay their head, they can't work. If they can't work, they cannot be a, a regular productive member of society while they're going through their trauma and drama. And that affects everybody. Again, inner city and extremely rural, same problem. Parametric insurance could be 
I mean, it's not a panacea, not at all. But even the insurance industry admits traditional insurance products may be insufficient to address the impact of climate change. Filing a claim and verifying losses can be a lengthy process. In an emergency, time is of the essence. And a payout that takes months or even years to process becomes too little too late. Parametric insurance can help meet this challenge by providing coverage based on a predetermined objective data triggers instead of manual and often subjective assessment of physical damage. This type of insurance offers faster payouts that can be used to cover losses associated with catastrophic and seasonal weather events, making it a valuable tool for business and economically challenged communities to build financial climate resilience. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 